the events yesterday that happened at the Capitol are evoking responses throughout the broad spectrum of political opinion. There's so much noise out there that it hurts. We all know what we saw. And one of the things that we saw was a burning hatred pitting one American against another. It seems that hating our fellow American has become a kind of cottage industry. And in American fashion, if someone can make money out of anything, they will try. And there are lots of people who are trying to make money out of inciting each of us against ourselves and one another. This is not a new thing. In the Talmud, there's a well-known passage attributed to Hillel that says, be like the disciples of Aaron, a lover of peace and a pursuer of peace. Nobody would disagree with that statement. Frankly, it looks more like a Jewish bumper sticker than anything else. But there's so much more to it, and it's found in the expression, the pursuer of peace. How so? The expression pursuer of peace, which in Hebrew is rodef shalom, is something of an oxymoron composed of two contradictory words. The word peace, shalom, of course, everyone is familiar with. It comes from the word meaning to be whole. It is the first word, rodef, that is so interesting. You see, the root of the word rodef, resh dalid fe, appears in the Bible 144 times, and almost always in a manner and a context that implies struggle and doing something with great effort. So what's the connection between chasing after and peace? Why do we have to chase after peace? Why not just be peaceful and surround ourselves with peace? The answer, I suggest, is that peace is not about us. Each of us can seek peace by isolating ourselves from the rest of the world, lighting some incense, listening to Enya, and drifting away to peaceful hibernation. That might be nice to do every so often, but that is not the Jewish definition of peace. That is simply quietude. Peace is something we need to energetically pursue, struggle for, get in the middle of, and be active in creating. It is not the simple absence of conflict, although that's a good start. It's the act of listening and understanding, encouraging courage while condemning violence, and helping to create a world space more like the yeshiva, where arguments are had and understood, and less like the battlefield, where might makes right. Those who stormed the capital were not interested in peace. They shamed themselves not because of what they believe, but because of what they did. Theirs was a temper tantrum, and it was really no different than a child throwing their dinner against the wall because they didn't like the vegetables. Only this temper tantrum cannot be cleaned up with a paper towel. We can respond with violence in kind, for sure. Many this morning are responding exactly this way. They are responding with violent words and words that are threatening. Already, our fellow Americans are being called animals and scum. 
This is not how to heal. This is not how to bring about peace. Peace, real peace and reconciliation, is not beating up the other guy until he's quiet. That's what they tried to do yesterday. Never works. Peace takes effort, and it takes a measure of risk, putting ourselves in an uncomfortable position that makes us vulnerable and sometimes not very popular. But peace is not about popularity. It's about creating a more perfect union, a more perfect union for our country and between each other. We will all have disagreements, fine. But only we as individuals can actively reach out and literally create the bridge that leads to peace. Today, too many of us are feeling reflexive. I think we ought to be reflective instead. And so ask ourselves the question, do our words encourage violence or do they encourage the active pursuit of peace? Are our words raging torrents of unbridled words of violence or words that don't just increase the heat? Yesterday, we saw lots of heat and almost no light. Our Jewish response is to turn down the heat and turn up the light. And paradoxically, that takes energy. The only question now that each of us has to ask is how much energy toward peace is each of us willing to expend?